loves and welcome back to another episode of Time for Tea. I today am drinking Elevation, which is a red tea from Global Tea Hut. And if you haven't already, I highly encourage you to get some tea on the go if you feel so cold. And I'm going to take a few sips like I normally do and see, see what is present and see what is here. So what comes to mind is stillness, you know, just feeling into the energy as drinking the tea. I keep feeling this sense of stillness and it's not something I've been feeling much of as of late. And I wonder if we can explore that together of how to cultivate pockets of stillness. Because let's be honest, we're not going to have lives that are completely still. If we're in that mode, we're likely not doing much. And life asks us to do things. To be out in the world, to explore. But it's important as well to remain tethered to ourselves, remain connected to our body and to stillness. And, and when I say connected to ourselves, maybe stillness isn't what you'll connect to, but it just feels ripe to speak about right now. So, stillness. Noticing which environments you feel a little bit more still in. Whether that be your bedroom, whether that be a particular place in nature, whether it be cozying up with your dog or cat. Whether it be around a certain human. Or with tea. Maybe there's a certain plant ally that you keep being drawn to and that in itself can provide a sense of stillness. There are so many ways that we can tap into stillness. And they're most needed when the mind is worrying, when the mind is searching and searching and searching relentlessly, it will feel counterintuitive, but that's when we're most needing stillness. Instead of being on a runaway train, taking some time to, to stop for a second, to pause, to breathe, 
And this can be really, really difficult to do if you are in the midst of a trigger or if you have any kind of trauma history, which most of us do. Or if not most of us, then a lot of us do. And so remembering that as much as possible when you're in the thick of it, remembering that stillness might feel a little harder to tap into, to connect with. I'm going to pour myself another bowl. Even noticing in tea practice, if you have a tea practice, where are you perhaps rushing a little bit? I know this comes up a lot for myself of seeing where I am speeding up. Seeing where I am accelerating. Where are you running to, my friend? What are you running from? These are all questions that we can ponder on and reflect. And without a sense of judgment, judgment is never helpful. But just with a, with a sense of well, what is it that I'm really, why am I rushing so much? What am I maybe afraid of? You know, it can't be an exploration about stillness in this episode without without an excavation into why don't we want to be still? What prevents us from being still? What comes up when we are still? When we are still... It is often the case that we are less numb. You know, speeding up can be a great way to numb out. And it serves a purpose. It serves a really protective, beautiful purpose. And that's why it can be so uncomfortable to slow down, to be still. You know, I have done another episode on the uh, the um, there being wisdom and slowing down, and this feels like the second instalment of that. And so, what for you is the biggest piece around stillness? What about it can be confronting for you? What might that part of you be needing to feel a little bit more at ease with stillness, with slowness, with taking a breath, with pausing, with not having all the answers figured out? At least that's my personal narrative on the speeding up. For you, it might not be about needing all the answers to be figured out 
but that is certainly what I can go to. And the thing is, we all know the importance of this. So hearing it once more might feel aggravating or like that kind of duh teenage energy might come up within you. And that gets to be here too. You know, that feeling of, well, I already know this. Why are we exploring this again? We're exploring it because it's important. We're exploring it because it's what feels needed this week. In this current climate, in this current turning point, it feels like we're at a turning point in this world. Maybe it's a turning towards, who knows? Or a turning away, or maybe even both. But with stillness, it can feel a little more manageable, a little less overwhelming. So yeah, let's consider what practices help you cultivate that. Maybe it looks like pulling a tarot card. I know that is something that can be very anchoring for a lot of people, including myself. Pulling a card, feeling into it, journaling on it. Okay, that is a good pause. But I feel like the secret with this or what might sound obvious with this is we're not doing it to achieve stillness. It's not something that, you know, you either get right or wrong. That is, again, the mind. But it's this feeling within that's why you can't get it right or wrong because it's already there. That feeling is already there. And it might be hidden, it might be blurred or feel far away inside of ourselves, but it is there. And there might be parts of you that don't want to be still, like I've kind of mentioned several times now. You know, I've mentioned that there might be some resistance to stillness. Can you identify where that lives in your body? That resistance to stillness. Without shaming it. Without shaming this part. Maybe it's a very young, tender part that needed to be on the move a lot of the time. To feel safe, to feel worthy. 
whatever the narrative might be for you. That's why this is often a very tender piece, confronting piece. A piece that requires our sensitivity. And if we approach it too fast or with some kind of aggressive energy to do it right, that can often prevent us from actually connecting to stillness. Again, it makes me think of that train imagery, like a runaway train. If it's pushing and pushing and pushing, you know, that's that's the opposite of stillness, funnily enough. I'm just going to check, check the time and see where we're at. Okay, we're around 13 minutes. That went by really fast. <laughs> the irony of us speaking about stillness and this feeling fast. And with stillness, you know, it, it heightens our presence. You know, I slightly implied that when I said, what, it, what are you, what comes up when you are more still? What do you then become aware of when you're more still? And it does increase our presence. And our sense of the here and now. Instead of being in the past or in the future, stillness helps us root to be in our center to feel connected to right here, right now. That's another reason why it's so important too. And yeah, what else is there to say about this piece on stillness? I'm gonna take a few more sips and see. You know, are there any activities that promote a sense of stillness within you that help you feel that stillness? I'm saying that because I'm looking at this artwork in my bedroom and I know how meditative that can be for people, how it can help them tap into stillness. So what activities do you feel help with that? Do you feel help with tuning into stillness? You know, it could even be calligraphy or knitting or weaving or reading even. But often something to do with our hands can be very grounding, very 
centering can help us feel still. Okay, I'm gonna drink one last bowl. And then we'll go our separate ways. Another activity that comes to mind is cooking or cleaning. Sometimes the most basic of things. And it's not like now we need to, you know, cultivate stillness as the goal. We'll tap back into stillness as the goal. But it's about, like I said, finding pockets of it throughout the day so that we remain connected to ourselves. in a world that feels increasingly busy and increasingly filled with noise. You know, I just had this image of someone sewing a button onto a shirt. Yeah, those practical, practical, simple tasks. And you know, we can ask for help with this too. from others and from therapists and counsellors and body workers and acupuncturists and herbalists. This is not something that we are doing alone. This is something all of us are working on. You know, the reason I kind of thought about that was actually I was looking at these crystals I have and how going to crystal allies for grounding or restoring bringing us back into stillness is just as valid as doing it quote unquote on our own And the breath, the breath being another way of harnessing stillness. It kind of goes hand in hand. The more you do 
these activities or feel into these places, people that encourage stillness. Notice what happens with your breath. Where does it land? It's likely it lands a little lower in your body. Pay attention to that. That is ripe information that something is serving you. That something is helpful or someone is helpful. So, all of that being said, let's just take the next week to feel into how and where we feel stillness. You know, how, how do we, how do we get to know that stillness? Where does it land in our bodies? What encourages that stillness to come out? To be in the moment with us, to be more at the surface of our felt experience. So let's explore that over the next week and I will speak to you very soon. In the meantime, take care. Take care of yourselves.